The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so that you know exactly how much you'll be getting when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member, and they will immediately connect you with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add our podcast on the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product plays on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. Cherry's World. Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. Today's show is really going to hit close to home for a lot of us. Mr. Shabazz is here to talk to us about his son who is wrongfully incarcerated for something that he did not do. This subject is something that I am very familiar with. I have a cousin who has been in jail since he was 18. And there's evidence that proves that it he didn't do the crime. They also know who did the crime, but unfortunately he's still sitting behind bars and he doesn't need to be there. So Mr. Shabazz is here today to share with us his son's story and all the details that he has, plus, there is something that the courts are not allowing him to admit into the courts. I don't know the technical name, but would definitely get his son off and that is DNA. So Mr. Shabazz, can you tell us um, about your little boy? Well, you know, he's been, he's been incarcerated over 20 years, 20 years now. So he, he's, he's grown up in prison and, uh, Basically, Ali was a good kid, you know what I'm saying? He was growing up, you know, 
and uh, he was doing a few things with his life, and uh, I brought him to Georgia to get him out of New Jersey, you know, for him to slow down a little bit and uh, help me in my business. And uh, we were going along good, and uh, man, I came back from a trip, and uh, it was that. That's what happened, you know. Well, right down to the incident, they accused him of raping two young girls. And uh, the whole situation, I'm just looking at it again, reading it. It's happened in May 2001. And uh, it's, it's one, one girl said uh, he, he pushed her inside her house. And put and pulled in a room. Another the other one said he follows her from the bus, off the bus. So, you know, Georgia has a way of trying to incarcerate young men, you know, with the fear of not if they don't cop out to the charges. They'll go ahead and really give you some time because they offered my son 10 years to say he did it. And I told him, man, you got to be crazy. That's how are you going to say you did something and you didn't do it? And because he didn't take that deal, they hit him with life plus 20. And I want you to understand in the state of Georgia, you can get life. If you take, if I take you in from that room and take you to another room, that's called kidnapping. And for kidnapping in the state of Georgia, the only sentence they have is life. And so that's what they did to him. Mr. Shabazz, can I ask you a really hard question? Not that it should matter, but are the girls that accused him, are they black or white girls? They were black. They're black. They were black. Yes, they're African American. Yes, they were young. And are the is it the girls who identified your son? One girl identified him. Said he looked like the guy that did it. This was the day after, and uh, she seen her son in that area. And called the police and said he looked like the guy that did that, and that was it. And they got that. Yeah, he went to jail. They got the other girl, the little fourteen-year-old girl. And I understand she's fourteen years old. So the police did a lot of coaching, and she in turn said, "Well, yeah, he he looked like the guy too." So you said DNA was never submitted in. Your son's no, case. No, the DNA was submitted. And I'm going to read to you what the DNA came back. This is from the official paperwork, the report. And they said that the DNA contained the profile of one individual, and, the, and it was the girl. And then a secondary uh, was indicator of a male donor was also present, which wasn't my son, it was somebody else, but they didn't allow that into the court.
court because it was DNA from another guy, a guy she had sex with. So the DNA, I just want to be clear. The DNA from her rape kit came back, but the DNA from the rape kit does not match the DNA of your son. No, it doesn't. And what they did, they got another lab and their uh, statement was they couldn't conclusively say it was him, but they wasn't going to exclude him. So, in other words, that could be me, him, or somebody else. Because DNA is supposed to be exact. You can't say, well, it, it, it may be him, it, it, it's not him, but we won't exclude him. And what about the DNA from the other little girl's rape kit, the 14-year-old girl? They said it wasn't enough uh, fluid or nothing in there to get a pot, you know, to, to take a test. Um, nothing under her fingernails or anything like that? Nothing, nothing. You know, this it's very, to me, it was like a kangaroo court case. I couldn't believe that, you know, especially African Americans operated like that, you know. And it's bad that it was all black people and it wasn't no, you know, understanding about anything. It just the VA was more focused on trying to get a conviction than find out what really happened. That was their mentality. From my standpoint, that's how I looked at it. So they've given him life, right? Is there a possibility yeah. of parole? Yeah, he's supposed to go off for parole this year. Maybe in a few months. Okay, so what can take place now? What What is it that you guys need? What is it that can be done to try to have them go back and re-look at the evidence and the DNA and all that? Okay. Well, he had the innocent project. They was working on his case. The county that has the evidence is withholding the, the DNA saying that they can't locate the evidence now which put a roadblock on the innocent project. Because they feel maybe that if they do get the conviction over time, they may have to pay him. And I believe that's why the whole thing is taking a uh, turn that it did with the innocent project. Because they have my son's case. And, and, and they stopped in their chest. So now we're looking at, you know, actually trying to raise money to get another attorney. Now, there's a, there's a couple of attorneys who claim they may be able to do it here in Decatur because a lot of them know how crooked this system is. And if you, and if you just check how many people in this state have been incarcerated for rape and spent 10, 20 years in jail and were finally released with they didn't do it. And Georgia has a way of, if you get a conviction over time, they want you to sign paperwork so that you won't sue them. See, that's, that's the state of Georgia. See, so now with my son's parole coming up, 
They made one hand sign that paperwork in order to get out. Uh, it, did you have an attorney the first time th- th- during the trial? Yes, I believe I had an attorney, but I lost a lot of money with this case, man. You know, it actually, you know, almost it bankrupt me, really. You know, because I couldn't believe, man, that something like this would happen, you know, in this day and time. Hmm. You know? And they had another suspect, but they let him go. You know, because the description was he had on a white beater T-shirt, Timberland boots. How many brothers walking around like that? A lot. How many? From New Jersey, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but this is good. We in Atlanta, you know, and they were doing the same thing down here. You understand? So, really, the situation is boiled down to this. You know, the Innocent Project is, is still fighting, trying to find a way to find that evidence. Because without that DNA evidence now, it's hard to get back in court to get a new trial or to get the conviction overturned. And they know that. Mr. Shabazz, you said your son has been in jail for 20 years. How old is he? He's 40, uh, 43 now. 20 plus 20, been there 21 years, I believe. He's 43. So he's been there his whole adult life. Yes, ma'am. You know, his children, his son's been grown, you know, he grew up. He missed all of that. And he has two sons, right? He has two sons, right. And what what kind of advice can you even give your grandchildren when their father has basically been gone for 20 years? Like that's that's systematically another black man who wasn't there to raise his kids. That's true. But the best advice I give them is to Stay away from that system. Do what you got to do to stay out of that system. Because it's not fair. It's not fair. That's the new slavery. So his, you were talking about his sons. He has two sons. Right. One son, he has never, you know... Well, he, I, I did get a chance to bring bring him to visit him last Thanksgiving. But that was his first time seeing him since he was born. Oh. One of his sons. And he he was like uh, 18 or 19 years old. And I was just, just seeing him. What was that like? It's It's difficult, man, because... He wasn't there, and the mother was having problems with him, you know. And they moved; they were they moved out of state, and uh, it was just it was very difficult. How is he doing? Is it sp- how's his spirits? How's your son's spirits? How's he? Uh, uh, his spirits are good now because 
he understand that time brings about a change. You know, he was very bitter. The first few years, he was bitter. Yeah. But now, you know, he's able to understand, you know, that life takes some turns sometimes, you know, and uh, you have to be able to roll with it and make the best out of the situation, you know, because there's no need to stay bitter, you know, and uh, I wish he would have really had the zeal he had when he first went in that he has now. Mm-hmm. You know. How was he when he first got in? He was, he was bitter. He was frustrated. Getting in trouble, you know. All kinds of stuff, man. Just, just mad at the world, you know. And rightfully so. Yeah, you know, because they took his life from him. And, uh, Different situation, different circumstances, but it's just whole, it's so hard on the on the family on the outside, you know. Um, yeah. So my heart just goes out to you, man. Um, and he does the same. Man, thing. Listen, 20, you know, he's lost. You know, my his stepmother, my ex wife, his grandmother, you know, and uh, a few other relatives who passed away. All all this time, you know, because when you're incarcerated, that's it. You can't do nothing. You know? And I know it's hard on him because being his grandmother just passed maybe two weeks ago. So, so if they do give this, uh, have you all been discussing what he needs to say to the, for parole and everything? Or are you going to just remain? I told him, you know, for your freedom, if they even, because I've, I've, I've been talking, trying to talk with a couple of attorneys, even if he did sign the document, he can still come back another way to uh, sue them if he can get the case overturned. But to get back out on the street, I said, do what you have to do, man, you know, for them to give you a parole. Even if he sues them, there's no restitution that can be given to give back those 20 years. Yeah, you know, there's no monetary, you know, value that you can put on a man's life. No. You know, it's nothing, man. So if there's a horrible situation in America and it's going on out in Georgia, you know, Alabama, Mississippi, all these southern states, New Orleans. Oh, because they want slavery back. Yeah, and that, and very brother, the prison system is their new slavery. Yeah, private prisons are. Get me started. You know, hey brother, that's what it is though. Nobody wants to. They don't want to fess up to it, but they'll work you. You understand in jail on a construction job and pay you a dollar a day. If that. If that, and that's that's getting top dollar if you're getting a whole buck. Now, you asked about his son's mental health. Mr. Ali, um, how is your mental health? How are, you, how are you? Basically, you know, since I, I've, I've been through a lot, you know, with, with uh, a few illnesses, but basically, you know, I, I got to hold on, you know? I got to hold on, you know? Because Ali, that's, that's, my, that's my oldest son, but I have other children. 
you know, brothers and sisters that remember him vaguely. You know, vaguely remember him. And that's what I explained to him. I said, man, you don't understand. They were little kids, man, when you went away. So it's not like they really had an opportunity to bond and be attached to you like that. How old are his siblings and how many of them are there? Okay, on my side is seven. On my side. Yeah, I got I got a little tribe. But there yeah, um he has a sister thirty four, another brother thirty. He got um, a younger brother, 16, a younger sister, 15, and a baby sister that's 12. And he has an older sister, stepsister, that's 40-something, 43. No, she's 46. Wow. So there's a whole family just waiting for him to come home. Yeah, yeah, a whole family. But you understand, all these years, and it's very, you know, and it kind of tore the family apart, you know, because I had to let go of a lot of stuff I was doing to kind of focus on that, and it kind of tore everything apart, you know. And for that, you know, I, I feel bad about that, but I know in my heart, in my mind, I wanted to try to do everything I could to try to get him free, but... The state of Georgia, you know, they don't call it the dirty south for nothing. You understand? It's the dirty south for real because they play dirty. Mr. Shabazz, I'm going to, I believe in manifestation, so I believe in claiming things and speaking positively about things. Right. Right. So when your son comes home. Right. What are the plans to just rehabilitate him? back into the world because that is going to be a process. It is. It is. And um, basically, like I told him, I said, at least you got, you know, a little heads up on the technology. Let me ask you a a question as far as fathering, uh, parenting. Um, I use the, because I have family, I over, I think I overuse it, but I do tell my kids, my especially my sons, do same thing you said. Do whatever you got to do to stay out that system. You can't be the case inside behind them walls. And I sold, and I t- and I know they're so young, but it's the biggest fear I have for them because it was the biggest fear I had growing up. That's one of the things that kept me kind of on the right track is staying fear of going behind the walls. Parenting advice for for a young for a father. I'm I'm a younger father. The main thing, the main thing, man. As long as you keep them, you know, focused on their education and get into some sports or something, maybe that they might like. But that's the main thing now, and that will keep them pretty grounded. Like his young, my son, youngest brother. He's 16 now, but you know. I don't worry about him now because, see, he was able to look, go down there and see see his brother and see that situation. And so in his mind, he said, Dad, I don't never want to go there. I said, I don't, I don't never want you to go there. I said, because you see what it is. 
And see, sometimes that could be a deterrent, and sometimes you get some some young boys. They think that's cool now, going to going to the building. You know, they think that's a badge of honor. Damn. And my thing is that until you experience it, you can, you never know. And so, what I did, all of my, you know, I made all of them go down there and visit. And then we used to have conversations. I said, look, man, this is how you're going to end up if you don't try to stay on the right path. You know, stuff's going to happen, but pick your company wisely. Don't hang out with the wrong kind of people and just work on being positive, staying correct. Because, brother, that's all you got to tell them. Because, you know, they're going to have influences, but if they're involved with things, man, especially with sports or something that will occupy their mind and keep them out of the riffraff, you know, you got a shot. Because I'm looking at my 16-year-old, I don't even worry about him now. You know, I just say that he keeps choosing the right company and develop, he got work, he got a job, now he got a little work ethic, you know, and that will, you know, tie them over, man, as they grow older. But you always keep keep keeping their ear, you know. Every 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 chance you get, man, as they get older every year, you keep in their ear, brother. Hey man, keep doing this, keep doing that, baby, you're doing good. Keep on doing that, man. You know, we gotta encourage them and help them in the things that will keep them out of that situation. That's the the best advice I can give you, my brother. Mr. Shabazz, is there anything else that you want us to know? Well, um, basically, I, I, I would like you to know that I really appreciate this opportunity and, um, I hope and pray that some good come out of this. I wanted to just let y'all know that anyway, the Innocent Project can get some help with with retrieving that evidence. You know, I believe we have a good chance of getting the conviction overturned. But in the meantime, if the parole come up first, I'm gonna advise them to take it, you know, and get back out on the street. Yes. Will you please keep us updated? You have our email and let us know what's going on with the case. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. All right. Thank you so much for for having me. No. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank y'all so much. Y'all take care. You too. All All right. Thank you. Thank you. Keep us updated. Okay. I sure will. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry, Courtney. I know that one hit home, but it's a conversation that I don't feel that we have enough. And we we don't often know the faces. We might hear the names, we might hear the hearsay, but we don't really get to see it firsthand. So I think it's so important. That was rough. That was rough. (laughs) I'm sorry. Hey, if you're listening to Cherry's World Podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please give us a five star. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. I want to hear from you. Thank you. Head over to Grits Tees. That's G-R-I-T-T-E-E-Z.com. They've got something for everybody. 
athletics, humor, spiritual, and the woke communities. Come express yourself through apparel that communicates passion and perseverance. Use the checkout code CHERRY and you'll get 10% off of everything right now. The NBA is back. We have NBA playoff tickets. Don't even worry about the fees and the taxes because our partners, Lime Events, Less Is More, is taking care of all of that. Contact Less Is More at sales at getlimetickets.com or call 202-930-3533 and use the promo code CHERRY to see your favorite NBA team in the playoffs. The playoffs is back. Cherry's World Podcast is back partnering with Less Is More Events. Get Lime. 